feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Welcome to the Chad Johnson episode, also known as Chad Ochocinco, also known as episode 85 of the Standing Desk Podcast. We've got a jam-packed episode today. We're going to be talking about uh, controversy around a fashion designer. We're going to be talking about The Flash, DC's The Flash. We're going to be talking about Reddit and all the drama going on there Uh, and a whole lot more. But before all that, Dan has um, a little bit about a big boy is what's yeah. in our notes. So, Dan, could you explain? Yeah. Uh, this is one of these situations where I kind of want to know how you would have reacted similar to your coffee fiasco snafu oh. uh-huh. uh, of yesterweek. Um, uh-huh. So getting a new apartment, going to be moving in at the end of this week. So naturally that requires and necessitates furniture shopping. Yes, yes, uh, yes. So me and the girlfriend out looking at furniture, trying to see what we like, what we don't. Uh, I'm just walking around looking at furniture with her, right? That's just what you do when you're furniture shopping. Um, Yeah. (laughs) For those of you that are unaware of my more physical attributes and you only know my voice, I'm not the largest person in the world. 6'2", 6'3", on a good day. Probably pushing 220. Like nothing spectacular, right? I mean, I feel like you're, you got width. I got, I've got broad-ish shoulders, sure. But- you know, I'm not like the mountain from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm not LeBron yeah. James walking around at 6'8", 235. Andre the Giant by any means. Exactly. So, so I'm walking by and one of these furniture vendors, uh, I walk by him and he's like, man, you're a big boy. <laughs> and I did not know what to say. <clears throat> I feel like that's what usually a pejorative weight wise like if i saw victor Wembanyama or kevin durant who are seven feet tall and very slim i wouldn't say you're you're a big boy i would say yeah jesus you're tall as you're tall as hell yeah you like are, you're, a, you are a, a walking bamboo pole yeah yeah and then if i saw uh, Shaq, i'd be like yeah that's a big boy that's <laughs> Yeah, like the like um Brendan Fraser's The Whale. That's a big yeah, boy. That's a big boy. That's a big boy. Right. But um, instead it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, you're in you're in good shape. You're not fat by any means. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like walking around like Wario out here. Like, <laughs> has this guy never seen someone over the height of five eleven? Like <laughs> Yeah. I mean Yeah, it's a little fucked up. I think that's I think that's rude. To make a spectacle out of someone who's not even really a spectacle. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, go- I was, I didn't know what to say. I has was, he never been in a Scottsdale club? Like, has he never been in? This man Nasa? popped straight out of. This man was bringing furniture from Whoville or something, and was just an awe of everyone he saw. Bro. I don't know what it was. I, I don't feel know like if that's every- a sales tactic. Yeah, maybe. Oh wow! Look at this big boy. You want a big boy chair? Yeah, you need a big boy couch, which is more expensive. Yeah, Maybe. except I don't even think he had couches. Bought couch. I bought my couch from someone else, for the record. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I I was just like, ah. All of uh, the stuff he's selling is like doll size. 
Dude, how, how, how do you even fit in regular furniture, man? <laughs> Business is great these days. Barbie coming out? You'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I what'd, just kind of. What'd you say to him? Oh, man. Uh, it, it's it might even be worse than what he said. To me. Oh no, I, I'm not even gonna repeat it. Honestly, really? Yeah, it's that cringy. I, I don't want. I don't even want to speak it. It was bad though. It was bad. He said, yeah, well, you're a fucking obese piece of shit. <laughs> You'll never. It'll never be anything. You're a disgrace. Your your parents aren't proud of you. Just go, was, go die in a hole. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite that uh, or anything negative at all. It was more just kind of a sentence to get me out of. It. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, they make them big over here. And then I just kept walking. No! Yeah, that's maybe the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> there was about, I, I, that was, I had about 10 reasons right there to end it all. Uh, and then you just sprinted. <laughs> yeah, and then I just ran out of there as fast as I could. That's pretty brutal, man. Yeah, that was one of the worst thirty second spans I think in my history. I'm I'm not gonna forget that moment until no. for the day until the day I die. Wow. So that interaction had you running out of there as fast as the flash, you would say. Uh I would say so, yeah. Transitioning to our next subject. <laughs> the flash. Uh we or I saw the flash this past weekend. Um it stars Ezra Miller who um like a horrible person yeah well they go by they they their pronouns are they them apologies isn't aren't they an awful human so yeah they are uh very problematic uh they like burglarized somewhere and were like grooming a kid and uh like assaulted a woman so all that's really terrible but um we're not going to get into all that we just want to talk about the movie itself because obviously, so this is the DC universe. For yep. those who aren't familiar, there's Marvel and then there's DC. Marvel, Spider-Man, the Avengers, all that. DC's Batman, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, etc. And um, I feel like DC's always been kind of worse, right? Aside from yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Have you seen any of the Superman? I saw Man of Steel. I thought that one was actually pretty good. Is Not it only great, because... Good. People think you look like Clark Kent. Uh, only about sixteen percent of the reason why. Okay. So this one, this one was interesting because so the whole premise is that his like mom. There are like minor spoilers in here, by the way, for anyone interested in listening. Nothing too. This crazy. is Barry Allen Flash, right? I know there's a few other. Flash yeah, the, yeah, it's Barry Allen. Yeah. Um. So his. He's a kid and he walks into back into the kitchen and his mom is like stabbed in the chest with a knife when his while his dad is out getting a can of tomatoes for like spaghetti. (laughs) So so ridiculous. And then I guess uh, everyone accused the dad of doing it, even though he was at the store and like the camera. He's got tomato sauce all over him. No, no, no. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like. It's a ragu. So whatever, his mom's dead and his dad has to go to jail. So he's kind of left without any parents, like, and he doesn't really know, like, all in one afternoon. So he, like, runs as fast as the speed of, or faster than the speed of light so he can go back in time and change the past. Like, put the tomato can in the cart 
so that his mom never dies. But by doing that, he like creates a, a, a parallel timeline. So there are like two of him and he's like a degenerate in this other timeline. Um, so whatever, and then they go back and he like works with Batman. They reprised uh, Michael Keaton's role as Batman, which is kind of cool. And then they didn't do Superman, they did Supergirl, which I thought was interesting. The, T- the CW C- TV show Supergirl or someone else? Is that a thing? Yes, the CW has a TV show called Supergirl. Okay. Which not I Superstore? Is that is NBC. We okay. did not talk about Superstore. Oh, God. Um, so, <clears throat> how do you feel about including, like, other, like, superstars, superstar superheroes in a movie about one superhero? Marvel did it first. In which one? Well, okay, technically it's all the same superhero with the Spider-Man movie where they brought back the other two Spider-Mans. Oh, okay. Do you like that crossover? I I liked it. I thought it was fun and cool, mm-hmm. and they did it tastefully and not they didn't overdo it. I, I don't hate having other superheroes in superhero and other superheroes movies like Captain America. Like I know they, he has like a bunch of other superheroes in those. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think as long as the the plot line remains around the type titular character, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, I, I thought it added it. an interesting dynamic. Like I think it would have been kind of boring if it were just about him. Um, but so <clears throat> I thought it was an all right movie. I thought it got kind of unfair press because of all the controversy around it. You know, it was kind of like doomed from the get go because you can't really say publicly say good things about a movie when the main character is like or main actor is such a piece of shit. Yeah. So but I thought it was all right. And so what they did was they um, kind of opened it up for like a. Um, a full DC extended universe. So that like they mentioned uh, Aquaman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. They mentioned Cyborg. They mentioned, um, I think they mentioned the Green Lantern. So would you see other DC universe movies? Man. Are you just anti-DC? Uh, no, no, no. By no means am I anti-DC. I think I'm just so burned out from Marvel. Yeah. That like, it sounds exhausting to enter another extended universe yeah. with like Avenger style films. Like they'd probably just do more justice league stuff. Yeah. And then like a bunch of, it just, it's just exhausting at this point. I think they're like resetting it. So they wouldn't use any of like the past justice league stuff, but no, I agree with you. I feel like Marvel fumbled the bag by having everything. So interconnected and you yeah. need to see like, uh, Hulk 2 to understand Doctor Strange 1 and you see right. Doctor Strange 1 to understand Black Widow it's like I'm not gonna see all these movies yeah I mean there's about 24 movies in phase 1 of Marvel yeah I'm not doing that I'm not doing that no yeah and then like in the latest phase you have to also see Moon Knight and then like a bunch of TV shows and one yeah. you, you tell me I have to watch full series yeah. now <laughs> like come on there's gotta be a line somewhere 10% if you if 10% of your life is not superheroes you are not caught up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to oh read the original God. canon, the original comic book limited edition. If you don't talk to Stan Lee via Ouija board <laughs> once a week, you are behind on where the Marvel universe is. Yeah, you don't understand this like fourth subplot in Doctor Strange 4. 
Um, yeah. yeah. So, but then the other thing with the Flash <clears throat> is that they get super into that whole parallel timelines thing. Oh, like multiverse things, like that Marvel has been doing for like two years now. Well, that's my point. I feel like this is becoming more and more of a thing. Like this year already, we have that, and we have Spider Man across the Spider Verse. And then we also have like uh, Doctor Strange in the Metaverse of Madness, like you say. Multiverse, and... not Metaverse. That would be a crazy crossover. Facebook <laughs> and Doctor Strange. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg teaming up with Doctor Strange. Bro, Zuck pretty much is Doctor Strange. Pretty much at this point, yeah. <laughs> he goes, and he has all of your personal data. <laughs> uh... So, I mean, like, are you here for all this um, multiple timelines things? And also, where do you think this originated and why? Because it's not like it's, they mentioned Back to the Future and The Flash. It didn't start then, though. No, I feel like, or did, but like, it's had such a, a strong resurgence recently. So it is and has been longtime canon in the comic books. Okay. multiverses multiple universes different versions of characters and things like that so i think we're just getting around to that point in the movies where your basic here is your superhero here is the villain here is them learning about themselves and how to become a better superhero and then this is just okay what's next in the comic books and we got to mm-hmm. go there because there's like tons of variations and like different kinds of characters. Like each character, like the whole, he has like five different versions of him that appear in the comic books. Even Batman, like there's so many different versions of him and like timelines where he, you know, becomes super evil and merges with different parts mm-hmm. of the universe. Like there's the whole Batman that laughs uh, character in the comic books. It's How do crazy. you know all this? <laughs> Don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know Dan was a comic book nerd. I I wasn't until I started like getting a few TikToks about it. And then I started like digging into it a little bit. You went down the rabbit hole. I went down that dang rabbit hole. Uh, So now I'm much more educated on comic book lore and stuff. So it's canon what they're doing. But because everyone's doing it at once, it's so stinking annoying. That's interesting. I guess I didn't think about the comic book aspect. I thought it was just like... Uh, Hollywood producers like seizing an opportunity to like look really smart and do something like Christopher Nolan-esque and like right. time and like remember that one Black Mirror movie that like choose your own adventure yeah 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 and the the whole point was that like there are multiple timelines mm-hmm. that's like the whole point of the movie I feel like that kind of got the gears turning. You know, I feel like after that, there was this massive proliferation of multiple timeline discourse. Yeah, one Interstellar too, with like the Interst- whole yeah. dimension stuff. Like, True. Uh, yeah, I think it's just becoming like they also have like the technology and the resources now, like to invest in like these larger movie universes because yeah, Marvel was kind of the proof of concept for it. So mm. that's smart. Yeah, I mean, the comics did it first; they've been doing it, but now it's finally making its way. It's like on that like five year old, ten year lag, whatever, into the actual cinematic universe. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. The last thing I'll say is, um, I thought it was good. I thought it was like an entertaining film. You know, it's good for what it was. Uh, two notes, I would say 
One, always trust the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like a lot of the time the critics' score is not fair. <laughs> Especially if it's like supposed to be just an entertaining light movie. Always trust the audience score. Two, they do never <laughs> even come close to addressing how his mom died. <laughs> like, not at all. No, just zero mention of a possible perpetrator. So that was an interesting loophole. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got on The Flash. Yeah, trust it. Trust the audience. Uh, for example, the Super Mario Bros. movie, 58% from the critics, 95% from the audience. The audience exactly. was correct. And you loved it, right? I thought it was spectacular. Dude, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Let's see what this got. It's on my it's on my list. 53% from critics, 91% from the audience. Wow. The all Beast. Right. Beast mode time. (laughs) It's time to go beast mode. Welcome back to Cooler Talk, uh, everyone's favorite segment of the show. Yeah, there is no icebreaker this week. Deal with it. (laughs) Um, This is everybody's favorite segment of the show where Ben and I each get a new unique drink every single week. Maybe maybe we're going to throw a curveball at you next week and get the same one. Who knows? Uh, But for this week, we are getting different drinks, and we're kind of doing a part two, a continuation, if you will, uh, the extended universe of last (laughs) week's episode, uh, where we each got repeats of the brands we got. So this might be a little quicker than usual. We'll start with Ben, though, in his little cardboard crate of happiness that he's going to be sipping out of. Yeah, I got a a paper box um, because I'm woke. It's uh, another flow, organic citrus flavored. Um... It's vitamin infused, supports your immune system, got a lot of vitamin C. It just looks healthy. It's got this nice yellow tint to it. And you enjoyed last week's pretty thoroughly, right? Yeah, it was really good. It's like an 8-1. Okay, this smells like just like lemon water. Like a lot, like really strong lemon water. It's pretty good. It's like, it's like lemonade that's been diluted with a good amount of water like the lemonade like you make a batch of lemonade and then and you have a lemonade stand and all the ice is melted and it's kind of been sitting out for a little bit so it's not as good as it once was but it's still solid still decent. i'll give it a seven seven well that's i that exceeded what i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna go into seven three range based on that description okay uh for my drink this week we have another my muse uh inspired soda with adaptogens and antioxidants 25 calories of fun with two percent juice uh don't forget this has good vibes it's natural it has adaptogens and antioxidants and vitamins my muse inspired soda inspiration for creators by creators <laughs> at drink my muse Woo-woo. yeah uh today we got the blueberry raspberry flavors two of my favorite berries uh <laughs> And they chucked them both in a single can for me. What wow. a gift. Uh, so we're going to give this a little, little taste. Wait, raspberry what? Blueberry? Raspberry blueberry. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Blueberry raspberry. Oh. In that order. Put some respect on their name. What's, I'm your, also favorite? Telling... Oh, What's your favorite berry? It's probably the blue. I mean, it's just because blueberry muffins alone take it to the S tier. I mean, but I'll, I'll do anything blueberry. <laughs> um, for the record, I am about maybe a good all that foot and a quarter away from my drink and i can smell it wow i'm getting potent potent berry smells right now (laughs) 
much stronger on the raspberry uh, nose touch. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the nose on the raspberries hitting your nose. Yeah, it's, uh, ooh, raspberries. Uh, it smells like fake raspberries, though, not okay. fresh raspberries. Closer yeah. to your blue raspberry uh, Jolly Rancher than anything else, mm. which isn't even really a real thing, but we're going <laughs> to sip it anyway. Does it smell like raspberry white claw? Or there's no raspberry Well, yeah, there is. Is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. This is really good. Let's go. I mean, if I can drink this guilt-free, it is a little strong in flavor. I don't know how they do that. Does it have um, a lot of sugar in it? Five grams. That's fairly guilt-free. Fairly guilt-free. I mean, plus with all the antioxidants and good vibes I'm getting in this can. Yeah. I don't know. I probably couldn't have more than two of these because okay. it, it is a lot, but yeah, this hits pretty hard. I'm willing to throw this one an 8.5. Damn. That's good. Yeah, this is good. Uh, all right. There it <laughs> it's is. It's no V8 Berry Blast, but it is still pretty good. <laughs> all right, Dan. So uh, we've discussed um, like fashion trends on this show. I don't know if we've directly discussed fashion brands, but there is a controversy around a... Uh, kind of streetwear adjacent brand uh, and their founder. The brand, I think you're probably familiar, is called Rude, R-H-U-D. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. LeBron Rude. wears it, Justin Bieber wears it, a lot of rappers wear it. <clears throat> it's uh, it's whatever, it's like $180 t-shirts, uh, shorts that say Rude across the groin region, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the founder's name is Ruigi, of course. That's a, that's a Mario extended universe name right there. Ruigi. It's like Waluigi's third cousin. (laughs) Yeah, Waluigi's drippy cousin. Um, and, uh, so this guy basically, um, so his business partner filed a lawsuit against him claiming that Ruigi has been pilfering the Rude Company's coffers to support a lavish lifestyle that includes private jet travel, Italian vacations, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and a collection of $100,000 watches. <laughs> so this founder, or this like <clears throat> business partner, owns 20% of the company. His name's George. <laughs> George and Ruigi. <laughs> George and Ruigi. <laughs> that, that's honestly a better name than Rude. <laughs> Um, and so, <laughs> so he owns 20% of Rude, but apparently he only made, he's only making 41K a year. <laughs> what's the, what's, what's Ruigi getting? So we don't know, but, um, he's suing him for $10 million. So oh, <laughs> probably okay. like, so probably a lot, probably a lot. And it's true, like, if you look at Ruigi's socials and stuff, he really is, like, he, he looks like a, like a multimillionaire. <laughs> he's, like, always at an Italian villa or... He's, like, he looks like that guy who has, like, Italian ancestors and, like, Italian mob money, you know what I mean? And he's just, like, always sailing on Lake Como. That's just kind of, like, the vibe he gives off. But it gets, it gets crazier, man. <laughs> this guy, George... <laughs> He, not only is he a co-owner of Rude, he also co-wrote 
The 2011 LMFAO hit Sexy and I Know It. Wait, what? Is that insane? <laughs> how did he get to where... Why is he where he is today? I don't understand how we got from point A to point B. Like, I just... I'm not really understanding this. Uh, so, apparently... <laughs> so, this guy's alleging that Ruigi... Uh, was is jealous of George because he made these <laughs> these pants called Traxedo pants, which which are track pants with high end finishes. Thus, Traxedo, Traxedo. So like track like a tuxedo, tuxedo. <laughs> so these um, track pants sell for eight hundred dollars. Um, Ellen's worn them. <laughs> you know they're sick as hell. <laughs> And uh, he claims that Ruigi is jealous of him for inventing the Traxedo pants. And that's why he's been like siphoning money out of the company to support his own ventures. So there's a lot going on here. I guess, aside from all the weirdness and aside from all the legal legal issues, do you think Ruigi's behavior is valid? Sounds like you could be a U.S. congressman. <laughs> Siphoning money from other people that need it. Living a lavish lifestyle. (laughs) Seriously, man. He's got my vote. Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. I'm just saying. (laughs) No, of course his behavior isn't valid. So, like, you know how a lot of people say you need to, like, look the part? Like, you need to look rich if you want to (laughs) be... God, it sounds like a grind set. I'm not saying I endorse this. But a lot of, like... You know, even like a wealth manager, I would say they like need to drive a nice car and look like look the part to be able to be around wealthy clients. Same with I like, want my wealth manager driving an 06 Accord. <laughs> I that is someone I can trust. Okay. All right. You're in the wrong, you're in the wrong like uh bullish bearish position, bro. Yeah, that's true. I like my guy in a the newest Corvette Stingray. I don't oh, know. Corvette. Love me some Chevrolet. I'm too. I need him in the newest Corvette with an NFT license plate, sporting tracksuit pants. That's yeah. how I know this I'm guy gonna, will help me use my money effectively. Yeah. yeah. So you obviously need to look the part and look like luxurious, low key. I didn't really like Rude, and then I like, kind of like saw Ruigi's vibe. <laughs> And him just like sipping spritzes uh, in Positano. And I was like, wait, do I like Rude? <laughs> so do you think in that case it's valid? It's almost like a marketing expense. Okay. I I do think that there is merit to looking the part. Like you want to be someone that, you know, people are like, yeah, this is cool. Aspirational. Cool. Yeah, aspirational. Do you think maybe he could have done this with his own clothes? <laughs> perhaps um or with just i don't know fewer clothes or just like, like paid his business manager or paid his co-owner a little more than like a level salary yeah <laughs> yeah i don't if i would how did it take this guy's how long was this guy making 47k 41k that's what i'm saying it's like how did he let this happen like what he's like there's <laughs> like what he's like uh hanging out with ruigi and he's like oh yeah you should come over to my place like oh it's only a studio like you know outside of downtown but you should come over 
And then Ruigi's like, oh, no, no, we can just come to my place. Oh, okay. And he pulls up and Ruigi's at like a 10-bedroom, like eight-bathroom yeah. mansion with a gate. And he's just like, wait a minute. Dude, what the hell? And this other dude's like, has no idea how finances work. He's like, man, we made like 400 million in revenue and we're only getting paid 40K, man. That's crazy. I don't get how money works really though. So I guess that's just how it goes. I just made an LMFAO song and now I'm here. I don't really know anything about yeah. anything. He's just sitting there writing wiggle, 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 <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, I'm sexy and I know it. Oh, yeah. It's I think the books are closed. I think I closed the books. That looks balanced to me. Yeah, wow. Yeah, assets equal liability. Yeah, no, that tracks. Man, we must have a lot of employees. Our payroll costs are so high. <laughs> I thought we only had like 10, but look at that. We got like, must have thousands. Anyway, that's just, uh, just a funny little development in the fashion world. We'll see what, we'll see, we'll keep you posted what happens. We'll be following Ruigi very closely. <laughs> Ruigi and George. Uh, okay, on to much more serious matter. Less Venice, more, more Venice Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll, for, for those of you that are out of the loop, uh, there's a lot of controversy going on with our good friends over at Reddit. Um, essentially, Reddit for a long time has had pretty low costs associated with using uh, their API, mm-hmm. uh, which is allows third-party apps to develop like homepages or separate apps to you know, use Reddit data, pr- yeah. present Reddit information. So you, so they basically forth. have access to every single Reddit post and comment and can like crawl all of it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's essentially creating a UI via a, set, a third party app because the Reddit app historically has not been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people have other ones. Apollo is probably the biggest one out there. About three weeks ago, the founder of the Apollo app posted on the Apollo app subreddit uh, and said he had a call with Reddit to discuss pricing. And Reddit has changed their API costs which essentially is going to shut out any small third party. Okay. Now, to give you an idea um, of what it costs, each time you hit a post, pull in new items, interact with a comment, that is a call on the API to pull mm-hmm. and fetch information for you. Um, so 50 million requests, API calls, every mm-hmm. 50 million is 12 grand, okay. which you're probably thinking, well, that's pretty reasonable. 12 grand, sure, that's a lot of money, but you know, 50 million requests sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a lot. Uh, Apollo, the app last month made 7 billion calls. Oh. Which would put it at about $1.7 million a month or $20 million a year just to be using the API connection. Oh. That is a lot of money for someone that is just developing a third-party app to scroll Reddit for, which they're probably not making that much money every year. You do, what does Apollo do? It's literally just a different way to browse Reddit. Oh, it's just like, it, oh, it's, a, it's literally just a different UI. It's just a different UI, a different way to interact with Reddit. Interesting. Yeah, so they can, definitely cannot afford that. <laughs> they cannot afford that. Um, so... Essentially, what is going to happen is, so, and just as a point of comparison, um, there's another app called Imager, which is, um, it's like a, a an image hosting and sharing site. It's is that usually, how you pronounce it? I always thought it was Imger. 
We also pronounce it GIF, so I don't trust the way that you say things. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely in the wrong here. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's called Imager. No, that's um, right. It's a site really similar to Reddit, but it's just like where everybody posts their images so that they can access it via Reddit, essentially. So the Imager cost is for 50 million API calls, which Reddit is charging 12000 for, it is $166 with Imager. Mm-hmm. So a fraction like around 11% of the total cost. So just as a frame of reference of what API calls and connections cost. That is crazy. So and then aren't like a bunch of the moderators pretty much protesting, like going on strike and like making their subreddits go dark? Yeah. So Apollo essentially said, hey, on July 1st, we are shutting down the app. We, you can no longer use it. We are taking mm-hmm. it off the app store, all that stuff. Like it will not be usable because this is too much money. The app is dead. And that is the largest third-party app for Reddit. Every other app is going to be doing the same thing, essentially, because they can, they simply cannot afford it. Uh, so a lot of the moderators and subreddits went private, which means that you can't like view anything in there. You can, even if like, I think even if you're joined there, like you can't post or anything mm. like that. So uh, they just to cut out user or whatever, just to cut out users and usability of the app. Uh, they're trying to hit Reddit in like the ad fees, right? Like hit them where it hurts on the revenue. So if people can't use Reddit, then they're not going to be using the app Then they can't look at ads. Other subreddits have stopped moderating the content, which means that there's now, there's now flooded with porn and advertisers don't want to be yeah. associated with things that are mm. posting porn. Uh, so they're trying to make the app as unusable as possible, but the CEO seems pretty firm still. On yeah, keeping the price. He's like ridiculing the Apollo guy, saying he's hard to work with. He's dumb. Like you're not getting the full picture. So I don't really know what's going to happen next for Reddit. It's interesting because like Reddit is, uh, it's massive. You know, I mean, there are what like at least tens of thousands of subreddits, if not hundreds. And um, I don't really know how they make money aside from ads. And it doesn't seem like they make that much revenue. So as a breakdown a little bit of the Reddit revenue, um, I believe that they make like 550 million a year in revenue. So a a very large company. Um, They're they're trying to go public. Like they're that big. Like they get most of their money from advertisers, but then also from people subscribing to Reddit things and like gifting like awards to posts and things like that. Uh, so again, it's about 600 million revenue and they're about to be losing a lot more because there's going to be less users interfacing yeah. probably. I mean, who knows? And especially as a company that's trying to go public, like this is an awful look. So why do you know why the CEO is sticking to this decision? Or why happened in the first place? My guess is that they're trying to increase revenue to a point of like a billions, and then they're they're going to go public, for, try and go public with, at that money, mm-hmm. so that they can have a larger valuation. Their shares will be worth more, things like that. But this it, clearly was an idiotic move. I think I heard something. I may be wrong on this, but. I think part of it's AI too, because like ChatGPT, I believe is able to scan all of Reddit for free. So I think this is like leverage to use against AI developers who want to use all of Reddit's API to help develop their <clears throat> their platforms or whatever. So I think it's just a way of kind of getting ahead of that 
so they don't just like you know they don't give away all their data for free mm -hmm. yeah i guess that is true but like at a point it's like is, is this really something to protect the company or is this like at, like are they i think it's just they are seeing an unrealized opportunity for revenue and they're trying to capture it mm -hmm. but at the same time they're hurting their user base which is the most important thing to them i mean yeah who's who's actually gonna like pay for a like Nobody. yeah i'm sure Nobody. this apollo thing was mainly just a hobby like some guy was just like i want a better way to browse reddit so i'm gonna make it because i can't right and yeah, and even like even if it was his full time job, he, he's not like some kind of millionaire or something. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and Reddit's CEO went on to Reddit and did like an Ask Me Anything where like everybody, all the users could ask him stuff, and it just went horribly wrong. He just kept doubling down on the pricing and stuff. And uh, has this impacted your Reddit usage? Uh, I mean, I just didn't use Reddit for a few days because all the subreddits were private. Are they back up? Yeah, they're all back up now at this. Or there's like a few of them that are still private. Um, but I think like the it was funny because the NBA subreddit went dark for the NBA finals. Oh, so everyone's and then they finally posted like two days ago, like the Nuggets won the championship, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't know." <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, and it's really interesting to kind of see like it. The I think the user base is very split fifty fifty on we should be going dark, we shouldn't be going dark. Like, is this really anything that's like worthwhile? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Reddit owes anything to these moderators of subreddits who, not take the third party apps out of the equation. Cause these moderators, the people that run the subreddits for those who aren't familiar, they're called mods. Uh, they essentially like make up all the rules for the subreddits, um, regulate them, make sure there's no, there are no toxic comments. Everyone's playing nice, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they pretty much do it for free or like just clout, right? Yeah. Do you think Reddit owes them anything for like, I mean, <clears throat> if you think about it, they're essentially like Uber drivers, right? Right. Like they, Uber is nothing without their drivers. It's the same with Reddit. They're nothing without their moderators. Otherwise you just have like a, a fragmented Twitter. Right. I think yes and no. I think because it is a voluntary position, I don't think they necessarily like owe them anything. What they owe them is like having a usable app, having good functionality to make their jobs easier because it is like a hobby for most people. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the point of Reddit is to be just a place governed by the people. So it inherently just works and it will. But I don't know, man, I just think like it's just, I think they're handling this very wrong just because. Why would you, I mean, they, they have to know something we don't in turn, or they had to have modeled out, okay, here's the expected user attrition due to third-party apps no longer being able to afford this, and they're fine with it. Mm -hmm. So it's a business decision for sure, but is it the right decision? No, of course not. Yeah, it sounds like the CEO might just want his golden parachute once they go public, right. then they can just dip and get out of there. But like, yeah. if Reddit goes public, I didn't really know that was on the radar. If they go public, the app is doomed. I mean, because it's oh, not yeah. like, like the best version of Reddit and a lot of things is not economically viable. Like all it'll just have the worst decisions like this. You know, it's not it's not supposed to be this money making machine. And that's like what being a public company demands. Right. Exactly. Well, and Reuters just wrote the other day how this kind of like hurts their IPO chances now, like especially with like everything that they're doing. So like, yeah. I mean, this this article is saying that uh what the Reddit mods perform 
at least $3.4 million worth of labor annually. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Like, if you're not going to pay them, you at least owe them, like you said, the ability to just operate easily. Yeah. And I don't know what they thought was going to happen here. Um, but I'm very interested to see it. I mean, this is clearly going to probably push out their IPO another year, maybe two, as they try and recover their reputation. And ah, I mean, we'll see. Idiots. I mean, good. That they objective accomplished. Yeah. First, our NBA streams was taken down. Now this man, Dude, it's too much. It's too much. Saying. Get the CEO out of here. Vote of no confidence. Okay, that's our tech talk uh, for the week. Let us know what you think by uh, shooting us a message on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok at Standing Desk Pod. As always, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. See you.